Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you haven't yet... Please subscribe. We appreciate that. So we've got your NC State preview today. We have a little bit of basketball news to go over first before we do that. But as always, before we get into anything, we got to hear from the folks over at MyBookie. If you're betting online and you're not getting matched dollar for dollar for your deposit, then you might as well just go over to MyBookie. Okay, because they'll match you dollar for dollar, dollar for dollar on your deposit up to a thousand bucks, and uh, they've been in business for years. We all know that their online reviews are great, just like ours, and their mobile site is easy to use. So I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting over/unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Uh, my bookie is currently slammed with new betters. So what they're going to do is if you deposit after seven p. And you use promo code QS25. If you deposit at least a hundred bucks, they'll give you an extra twenty-five bucks. So they'll give you a hundred and twenty-five bucks if you want to deposit during regular business hours. What you do is use the same old promo code, promo code QS. Okay, visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use either one of those promo codes. Again, they'll match you dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. All right. So, um, let's see. Where to where to start? Where to start? Where to start? First of all, um, well, yeah. S- sorry, that last episode was a little long, but um, Joe just wouldn't shut up. Hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man. So, uh, we, had, we had a lot to say, but th- it was good. I think it was good. Well, so uh, did the fans. Fan feedback. As long as, there's a lot. True, true. And if you keep it going, you know, and we're not saying uh, uh, a hundred times because, you know, sometimes we, we get stuck on the uh trip. But anyway, um, hey, if you haven't listened to uh, episode 88, my interview with uh, Dr. Don Staffo, uh, he wrote a book, Jim Beheim and Syracuse Basketball in the Zone. It was really fun doing that interview with him. I was really nervous because this guy's got like more credentials uh, in his lifetime than many of us could get in five. So, yeah. but he was, I was bummed. I was bummed. I missed it. But. Yeah. Joe missed it, but, uh, it was, it was good. 
And um, I'm gonna buy ex- the book. I'm gonna buy the book. Joe's gonna get a book. If you want a book uh, from Don, you can go to his. Uh, you can email him at dstaffo64 at gmail.com, and you just uh, you send him a check through the mail. I believe it's thirty two bucks, and he will personalize it for you and send it to you. So that helps him out. Um, if you do it that way, of course, you can always get it, you know, Barnes and Nobles or whatever, but it's not going to be signed. And he, he does have a book signing coming up in Syracuse. So I will get that info out, actually. Think, I, yeah. I, I just remembered that. So, all right. First things first, non-related, really, Syracuse issue. So I guess the NBA, they plan on um, creating a professional path, if you will. This is in the works uh, to, to, the, in, to the G League, in the G League. Uh, and they're going to pay 125 k salaries for anybody who is you know the five-star recruits these one and duns that have been that have been flooding well that's that's i mean it kind of does have something to do with syracuse because uh darius basley Uh, did it right true Uh, so i mean but um from what i've understood it's only going to really be a select few like you said it's almost like you almost need a comp like an invitation I don't know if there's going to be like tryouts or some type of combine or something, but it sounds um, like it, it sounds like you're not just going to be able to say it doesn't. You're no, not going yeah. to be able to admit yourself. I don't believe. Right. No. Yeah. Right. I mean, that would be everyone would do that. So how many high school kids would do that? Oh, yeah. No. Right. No. But obviously they can't accept every all of them. So, I mean, right. on the broad scope of this, and we don't exactly know how it's going to work, but. You you found out through the FBI investigation that you're pretty much having these pay, these players are on some level getting compensated for something, okay? And they're, the one-and-done stuff has been frustrating to fans. I'm sure it's frustrating yeah. to schools. And, uh, and players. And players, yeah. So in this model, you can still go to – you can still be a one-and-done, essentially. So it doesn't, like, eliminate the problem. What it does is it takes the cream of the crop. And takes them out of the NCAA. Yeah, it gives basically. you an option, right? Is if, what it does, right? So if you think that taking one hundred and twenty-five thousand and taking your chance in the G League is worth, you know, I don't know, just going to school for a year, not getting paid, and name recognition, be, name right, yeah, exactly. You're being on comforts. the biggest stage that, that you could yeah. be at that level, and if you think that's going to help your draft stock, I mean, then that's what it is. Well, you I know? think because if. I, I think it'll grow to where you that won't even be a question anymore. Right. Well, if a player can come in, not go to school, make one hundred twenty five thousand, and only worry about their game, and go to the combine and prove themselves, then you know they made one hundred twenty five thousand, and now they could be a top ten pick still. You know what I mean? Um, right. But it's obviously it's yet to be proven. Um, basically, he said he was going to do it, and I think he found out through some. <laughs> I don't know if it was just, I don't know, some tryouts or whatever, but he found out that it was big boy basketball and, and, you know, grown men with bills and kids and families that were trying to make the NBA. So um, he went a different route and, um, you know, he fell across some luck and got some some money. But uh, either way, you know. Well, you got to mention it now. Well, yeah, he, yeah, I'll mention it. He he signed it. What it is, it's, it's a. It could be up to a $14 million contract with New Balance, but it's minimum $1 million, and it's basically all, like I guess, performance-based uh, incentives yeah. as far as the rest of it, But um, if he wants to get to the $14 million. But, hey, I mean, he's going to get a $1 million, and he's sitting out, and he's preparing himself for the NBA and the draft. So um, everyone chooses their own path, and um, not going to knock a kid for it. But uh, 
Like, again, this is why we're talking about this, right? Because really this is the NBA putting pressure on the NCAA to compensate kids is really what it comes down to. Right, and we had a small conversation about that last episode, didn't we? No, we yeah. didn't. I mean, we Did touched we? on it, but I mean, it was either that one or the one before, but... Um, well, we have a whole episode on it, though. And oh yeah, we do way way back. Uh, it was in the off. It was to... in this off season, but it's still relevant, right. and my views hasn't haven't changed on it. The right, the, the NCAA exactly. is not going to provide a salary. Uh, schools like Syracuse, I'm not sure. You know, they're a lower budget school, as big as they are. It's a private school, so you know, right. it's complicated. Well, I don't want, either way, I don't want to get into the weeds com- with that. But well, no, it's complicated. But again, like I said, what it's doing is it's basically giving. Um, the really good players are route to not have to go to, to, to college. And, you know, it's going to kind of clean up the little bit of the mess, but whether it's the five stars or the next level four stars, um, it's probably still going to happen. And again, like I said, uh, what it's doing is it's putting pressure on the NCAA to do something because now the NCAA is going to lose out on, um, on talent and possible, you know, ratings when it comes to being able to have the best players playing college basketball. And so. the other the other thing is is they get to stay in the states now because they'll be able to play um you know right out of high school now. They won't have to go overseas for a year or whatever it is and come back if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. Um, what do you think it does to recruiting? I think I think you could take a good and a bad from it. If they're taking the cream of the crop, Syracuse is a team that doesn't usually get, you know, those five-star right. cream-of-the-crop recruits, let's be honest. So most of those wouldn't even be on the table for teams like Duke. But what's going to happen is is you know, teams like Duke and um, Kentucky and, and those, they're just going to go to the next best. And, well, and, and yeah, they'll go to the next best. But still, I mean, that's the, something that they're going to have to kind of balance is how much – because you can only – there's only so many recruiting hours. There's only so many – you know, hours that coaches can be out on the trail. And if you're going to exhaust the majority of those hours on some of the best players and they just turn around and go to the G league for a year, then you might miss out on those next level guys. So it's definitely going to put sure. a little bit of a different mentality probably, you know, but I mean, those top guys are, I mean, those guys are looked at like they can come in and win a national championship for teams. So they're still always going to be highly sought out, but um, it would definitely be interesting to see how certain coaches and teams uh, change the recruiting. I don't think it's going to do much with us, like you said, but different other teams, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, you know, we'll talk about – I I enjoy talking about those those types of things, the changes, because there's something needs to be done, but this is kind of a treading water change. It doesn't really – it just pushes the ball down the road for a lot of stuff, so – or kicks the can down the road. I think it just puts more pressure on the NCAA. Yeah, and – because yeah. I think the NBA NBA is a growing sport. I mean, it is a very popular sport, and um, eh. they they definitely no. They I mean, you I know personally that you don't like it, but as far as you know, ratings in sure. the past couple of years and everything, I mean, it has by the numbers been growing. So it is a, a sport on the rise, and I think that they're going to be willing to put a lot more money into the developmental leagues and helping um, younger talent. Because that's only obviously going to help their product as as they grow. So if the NCAA is not going to help and it's going to just kind of cause all this turmoil and you're going to get all these NBA guys in the news about how they took money when they were in college and all this stuff, like mm-hmm. that's just not a, it's not a good look. So um, I think with the money that the NBA has been making, they're definitely pushing toward uh, putting more funding and money into 
the developmental stuff. So the NCAA is going to be forced to 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 have to do something. Yeah, you know, name and likeness is not like a huge deal. No one is hurt by that. The the NCAA doesn't own these players, but like I said, right. I, I don't want to get into the weeds of this. Right. So, well, no, we just we brought up a small little point because right. his own basketball season's coming up. And- right. So basketball season's coming up, and uh, Syracuse is going to play St. Rose. Uh, they got a seven o'clock tip off. Uh, this, a little exhibition. This little exhibition this Thursday. Um, very exciting. I don't think we're going to see, obviously, we're not going to see Howard. And I don't know if they'll throw Jalen Carey in there either. So, um, and Howard Washington's a no as well. So, right. So, but we'll get a little bit of an idea. First game is uh, November 6th. So, first real uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. First, first regular season game. So, yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, they, and it creeps up quick, doesn't it? It's like all of a oh, sudden yeah. freaking basketball season. You know, well, it's the first time in a little while too that we've been preseason ranked. The AP preseason oh, ranks yes. came out. Yep, sixteenth, sixteenth. So, uh, and you know, this is just a little exhibition, but I think what makes this a little bit more intriguing to watch is the fact that um, everyone's kind of seen Howard Washington, and no one really knows, you know, if he's going to be good to go for the season if they're going to plan on redshirting him. Uh, Jalen Carey with the ankle, who knows if he's going to be good to go. Frank Howard, you know, he's close to going. Everyone kind of knows what he brings to the table. So his this his is, time frame was, you know, something like a week, the week before the first game. The, so he'll yeah. probably start practicing sometime by the end of this week, early next week. But right, they um, just to know that, like, if it kind of goes the way that it goes, you know, you'll have ties. I mean, it's a Division two team. It's an exhibition. Uh, but to, you're going to have ties battle playing guard point guard and yeah you'll probably you know you'll probably see um elijah hughes come up to the guard spot uh, i don't know you might even see some walk-ons uh buddy Beheim maybe um yeah i would say you would see buddy be, Beheim, sure right so you might see a little bit of that because you're going to see everybody and we still are going to have dolce and and braswell and Brissett on the uh wings with uh the two centers there so um it's going to be it'll be interesting because it's it's going to be new faces. You'll be able to see what they can do and also just a lineup that you're not going to see during the regular season. So, you know, something it, just fun to watch. I mean, I probably would go if I was up in Syracuse. I mean, it's, it's, you know yeah, I mean? it's basketball. So, you, you know, you just – it is what it is. All right. So, uh, anything else to add real quick? Um, no, man. We it's talk- almost time well, to be double dipping, bro. It's almost time to be double dipping. I love double dipping. And uh, that means – that means plenty of Cuse Militia podcasts, episodes. And sports, <laughs> games. And uh, uh, I just wanted to ask you real quick, uh, after it's been a couple days, we, we last recorded the UNC postgame on Sunday. It's, the game was still kind of fresh. The QB controversy was still kind of fresh. I uh, was just wondering yeah. if you um, any had any thoughts change over the past couple days, maybe, uh, <laughs> as oh, things the, got to settle old, in. Um, Monday morning quarterback, yeah, quarterback yeah. controversy hangover. Yeah, I mean it's everywhere. It's it's almost it's almost dude, it's everywhere, dude. I know ESPN, they, the Associated Press, they wrote a, a, a article about it, um, and Dino Baber spoke about it in his press conference uh, yesterday. And well, obviously, the day. I mean, yeah, and what he has well, to say. Well, the is... day of, but yes, the obviously, you know, and he kind of he alluded to the fact that I mean they threw the. The depth, the depth chart out chart there, and, out, and yeah. Dungy, Dungy was ahead of it. 
Right. And, well, um, if there was a change, it wouldn't be in there. Right. And that's kind of what he elaborated. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, I get the media wanting to, and I watched that press conference and it was so frustrating because yeah, I, I understand. He, he prefaced it with, I mean, almost, yeah, he the said, first, almost the first question, he was just like, you know, I'm not going to give him the upper hand. We're going to make him do this, this, and that. And then the media just keeps poking and prodding. And it was just so that's like, their job, dude, though. I know that's their job and they want to break the story, but at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> it's like you get I let the dude freaking coach the team, man. You'll find yeah. you'll find out on Saturday. Do you want them to win or do you care about breaking a story and then giving the uh, oh, oh, other team the upper hand? Look, with all due respect, if it comes between a win or breaking a story, I mean, come on, they want to break no. the story. Well, it's just what it does is just just. It kind of shows that just because they're, you know, the local media doesn't mean that they actually have a horse in the race. You know what I mean, yeah, so to speak. You know, yeah, so they act like they do a lot of times, sure. Right. So it doesn't mean that they're necessary. I mean, they can be from whatever city, and they could have grown up being another fan, and they might not even like Syracuse. So right. it's not yeah, to say I mean, they don't. I'm just saying it's the it's and, the well, impression. Not, yeah. Well, yes, I'm not going to say that. And at the end of the day, their only job is really to report about the local team. Um, so I guess you really can't hate on them, you know. I'm not going to ever really hate on somebody that chooses profession over fandom. Um, but it's just like, uh, you know, as a fan watching it, you're like, dude, just get the point. Like, understand yeah. that he doesn't want to yeah. answer it's, these questions. He's not going to slip gonna up, give. right? He's not going to slip up anyway. So if, why waste your question on something that I mean, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, and it's I mean, it was he, an he gets 11, frustrated. 12, 13, you know, it was 11 to 13 minute press conference and right. uh, i mean the majority of it was him basically dodging those questions so it was like oh, well he came straight on. out and said um he was thinking about the answer to one i can't remember what it was but he's like um i'm not gonna uh, answer that <laughs> he said yeah. i'm not gonna answer that um yeah, of course so all yeah, right no uh but, but have your thoughts changed are you gonna answer my question or are you gonna go off on another tangent well uh, i mean have your thoughts changed here i'll give you mine i'll give you mine look yeah. why don't you go i'll go i'll tell you i'll go my thoughts haven't changed that much from when we did the show, but when when we won the game, I was like, Tommy DeVito made me forget about how really awful that game really was when he came in and did that, okay? Yep. He made me forget about it until it was time to start putting the show together, <laughs> and I'm like, man, this was really <laughs> ugly. Uh, so there's something to be said there, and I do want to see DeVito. Now, if he doesn't start, I'm not going to be that upset, but I don't, I don't foresee that. I think he will start because I don't think Dungy is – I still think there's something going on there. And we've been saying week after week after week after week, okay, the bye week comes. Oh, he'll be better now. You know, and it's just kind of the same thing. So I say he gets the start. Now, I do stick with what I said, though. There, there will be plays in there for Dungy, man. And I think it's only beneficial to the to Syracuse and to Dino Babers to run um, some special plays with Dungy. So I mean that's where I stand. I don't know if I said anything different than I did last time, but uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think that more and more, um, I think it's going to be leaning more towards uh, a two quarterback system. Right. To be perfectly exactly. honest with okay. you, only right. because I think that. Um, I mean, Babers kind of hit on it and talked about how Dunge, he didn't think when you went back and looked at the tape that he played that bad. Um, 
I it's the it's the span of the last three games, but he's not going to go up there and trash his starting quarterback either. No, he's definitely not. But when you really do look at the numbers, they're not great. There were some, there were some drops. There was a fumble. There were some issues with the receivers. Absolutely, you're right. And it, and it's tough to to really compare because they kind of both are different quarterbacks, and they both bring two different really really good. Um, attributes to the table when it comes to both of them and they're the exact pretty much opposites so right one's great on his feet and the other one's accurate with the ball so it's like what do you want right you know for the rest of the season and not to say that neither of them can do the other the other they're the opposite you know um i mean devito's not slow by any means and dungy he he has his moments where i mean he's you know i mean come on He's been the guy for how many years? We Up until this year, he was the only one that's won a game for us the past three years. So, right. so that's all we've known. So, it's I mean, sometimes it's hard to look at that and let it go. Um, and I don't think it's going to be let go. I think no matter who starts, I think, um, I think that it, you'd be crazy to think that you're not going to see both of them coming out probably at least like in the first half. Right. So I the can answer see them is switching quarters, maybe a couple possessions. I can maybe see them throwing Devito out there and seeing what he does. You know, um, seeing how NC State. You know, but if the, if he's going nuts, then you know you might not see Dungey for a little while. You know, and just change it up. I mean, this is a good thing to have. Right. Two. It's absolutely I mean, good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if so, you think about it, a lot of people say, "Oh, you have two quarterbacks, and you don't really have one," and that's not always the case. So. So the answer is no. Your thoughts haven't changed. Really, because that's basically what we already said. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> I think. Well, like I said, my only worry is the fan base, because not not. I mean, we're kind of in the minority of how we think, as far as the fan base goes, especially towards football. And I just am worried you, that you, if they come out and start Dungy, and he plays into you know, or the whole first quarter, you know, if you play the whole first half and Devito hadn't played. Then there's going to be a problem. There, there might Dungy be a problem comes, unless Dungy comes out and just lights it up, and then everyone's going to forget about it. But right. But the other thing is too, real quick, and then we got to wrap this up. They've kind of been pushing the ticket sales for this for this primetime game. With a lot of the fans are in the impression that Devito is going to be the one walking out there. Now they haven't now said that's who they want to see. I know. I know. But they haven't so, said they're not going to say either. No. No. I'm talking about like like. You know, the organization is pushing the ticket sales and all this stuff. It's everywhere. Well, of course. So, it's very rare that we get a 7 o'clock night game. I know. At the Dome. It's going to be special. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So, anyway. All right. Well, how special will it be? I don't know. Let's see. All right. Look, no fan feedback today uh, as I forgot to even present anything. I hadn't put a poll out or anything. But get the reviews in. Go to um, go to the iTunes wherever you uh, listen. Well, if you listen on iTunes, go to iTunes and give us a five star rating. Don't give us any one star stuff. Joe's really sensitive about that, and he gets really upset. And we don't want Joe upset. So give us the Makes five star. Me sad. <laughs> give us the five star and give us a good review. If I read read the review on the show, you'll get a, a you'll get the Q's crate. It comes in an envelope, but it's called the Q's crate, and it's full of goodies. It's full of goodies. Just by go, the way, I don't remember. Us having that conversation where we both agreed that it was going to be called the Q's crate, but I'll let you run with it. <laughs> well, you know, 
I took liberty there. So I know. That's, that's fine. So, fine. So the Q's crate comes in an envelope. You can go online. You can go see what, what uh, Spud Mall got. Five. And uh, his name's Michael. And I retweeted his tweet. So you can just go to our Twitter timeline. You can see all the good stuff you can get. I even give you extra stuff for your friends. So go to iTunes. Give us a review. We appreciate it. And make sure it's good. Otherwise, Joe will be upset. All right? All right. Yeah. So Saturday, October 27th, 7 p.m. We talked about that. Number 22, uh, NC State comes to the Carrier Dome. And uh, they sit at 5-1 and one overall, 2-1 and one in the ACC. They just lost their first game to Clemson. They got smoked. Uh, you know, they, um, they, they missed a game. They're, they're, one of the real tough games that would have been coming down the stretch here, coming into Clemson, would have been the West Virginia game. And that got canceled because of the hurricane, the first one that rolled through Carolina, right? Yes. So, and... You know, after that was Marshall, they played Virginia. Virginia's on the rise. Boston College, they beat Boston College, and then they got smoked by Clemson. So um, they're not doing too bad, but I'll tell you what, Ryan Finley, he ranks like 39th in pass passing efficiency, 10 TDs, five interceptions. Two of those interceptions came at Clemson, though, and his completion percentage is like 68.3. So he's really consistent. He's good. He's really good. And seventeen hundred seventy-seven yards, you know. So they're efficient on offense. Yeah, he's and they, an NFL quarterback. Yeah, so that's scary, you know, because we got smoked by uh, Nathan Elliott last week. So, uh, Joe. Yeah. Joe's my Hi. bookie pick. Joe's my bookie pick is back this week. In case everybody missed it, you know, I know I missed it. Right? Oh. Eh, eh. You guys know the promo codes, man. You know the promo codes. If you're going to deposit after 7 o'clock, use promo code QS25. And if you deposit $100, they'll give you $125 back. That's $225 bucks to play with. If you're going to deposit during normal business hours, just use the regular promo code. That is promo code QS. They will still match you dollar for dollar. Up to 1000 bucks. You play, you win, you get paid. All right. So yes, the, the line came out. With um, Syracuse as a one and a half point favorite, and it has now shifted to NC State as a two point favorite. Joe, oh, so, three and a half point swing, three, huh? Yep. So, um, you know, Better I mean, this is a tough. State. This is probably one of your toughest ones, I would say. No, after losing last week. Y- yeah, yeah. Did I'm you lose own, last week I'm again? A, yeah, I'm gonna own two. Oh, yeah. you're on a two game losing streak right now. Oh, yeah, man. damn, son. Damn. I know, I know, I know. Is it ironic that your uh, record is the same as Syracuse's? I don't think it is. No, Actually. I think there's something to that, bro. Both five and two. All right. Well, all right. That's because take... I've been picking Syracuse every week. And when they win, <laughs> they cover. So. Uh, all right, brother. You take it. It's all you now. Well, I think that NC State is definitely one of those teams um, that – they have an NFL quarterback. They have some NFL receivers, but they lost a lot of people from last year. And um, I think, you you know, you kind of named the teams they played earlier. Yeah, Virginia's on a roll now, but, you know, it could have been one of those things with us and Florida State. You know, Florida State's kind of on a roll now. I think they're 4-3. and three. Yeah, they, um, they started to come back. They change it. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe they just caught them early, and now they just catch them fire. So, um, honestly – with that shift, usually Vegas really isn't wrong as far as that goes. And with that shift, and honestly, like I just think that NC State really is kind of a little overrated. 
Um, you know, they like to talk about, uh, well, we can talk about it later, but yeah, my pick is Syracuse plus two. Well, you're going to, okay. You're going to take that. I mean, this is the, well, this is the thing is this is the last two years we've beaten a ranked team in the dome and this year we're undefeated in the dome and this is our last opportunity to beat a ranked team in the dome. So yeah, I'll be at 20, 22nd, but yeah, I, I think they have a legit shot. Like no, absolutely, I do. Yeah, they've just got to get they got a game plan right, and they gotta you know. Yeah, it's gonna take some I work. Can. It ain't gonna be easy. No, get um, off the Schneid. Syracuse gets bowl eligible, and I get back on the winning winning roll with uh, my bookies. So. Yeah, and so does so does Syracuse. Well, how do you see it breaking down? Um, well, the breakdown for me, most I mean, they have a decent running attack with uh, Gillespie, um, but. They where really where their bread and butter is is um, throwing the ball with Ryan Finley, um, you know, play action that kind of stuff. Uh, he's only been sacked, I believe, three, three times, times this year. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely have good protection uh, around Ryan fin- Finley. And um, as much as they want to kind of say, you know, they say it all the time, like, oh well, I'd rather get killed than lose a close game because it's easier to come back from. You know, that's kind of their mentality. I listen to. Dave Doran's press conference, and that was one of the questions that was presented to him, and um, he said something about it, but I don't really think that was the case. Uh, if you watch the first half, they had the ball down just 14 nothing, really, really late in the second quarter going into halftime. So uh, that first half, they were there. They were giving it their all, and um, they, were, they were doing their best to try. And so it's just very tough for me to – you know, see a team and the teams they played against and see the the way that their game at Clemson went compared to us. Now, Trevor Lawrence has been starting, so, you know, Clemson's probably a little bit better today than they were when they played against us. But still, um, I don't think this is one of those those teams that's like the NC State of last year. The NC State of last year was good, and yeah. we gave we, them a run. Yeah, at home, at their home. At their home. So, yeah, I think it's about time that uh, that we get them – Get them back. We, uh, they've we're like one in ten against them. The only time we beat them was the first year in the ACC. That first year in the ACC, it was a home game. We ended up beating them. Um, yeah. But other than that, they played pretty good at at the dome and against us. Um, but I think I just I just see it going a little bit differently. Um, good offenses have been able to score against this team, and um, again, our biggest problem was and has been against the uh, the run and. This team doesn't really run as good as the other teams that we have played against. Um, there's really not going to be too many run pass option because Ryan Finley isn't a runner. I mean, he can run off of some play actions, and if you really he give must, him the space, but he must have hell of like, a pocket then. He's only oh, been sacked three times. Yeah. yeah. So that's and that's the whole thing. So, um, you know, if they nickel and dime us, then it could look like it's going to get bad. But, you know, that's all Nathan Elliott from uh, North Carolina. That's all he did, really. Yeah. You know, short, he didn't really throw it. Every time he threw it down the that. field, there really wasn't anything. Uh-huh. So um, I like our chances, man. And I like our chances of being able to pull pull a good crowd. And, again, uh, it kind of – Well, yeah, we have to. Yeah. And – especially after the way that this last game came. And that's kind of the reason why I think that Dino's kind of got to start. Um, Tommy. Yeah. And that's really, Oh boy, well, that would, you're right. You're, that's a great point. Cause that crowd would be going nuts, especially if he just rips one down there on the first series and scores. Right. You know, cause like you always said, I mean, 
there's never been a situation where Dungey's been the guy that's come in after somebody else. You know, and right. the whole thing is, is that I mean, if people are going or if we get you know more than expected uh, tickets, it's because they want to see Tommy. It is, and that's it's it's sad, but that's what it is. People have seen Eric Dungey for three and a half years, and like I said, his magic has seemed to kind of fizzled out with the fan base. And um, well, we we need the aggressive um, Dungey, right? The, the, right, and that's and that's kind of the flip side with that too. Is if you let it allow him to play the game he played, and then you saw what happened, um, and then you just give it back to him, um, that kind of really, you know, it's just kind of not really, I don't know. It doesn't really go with me pretty well. You well, know what well I mean? Coach like, says he's going to be fair. So what Coach he's is going to be do. fair. And what's fair is that guy just came in and won the game. Right. That's what I was going to say. What Coach is going to do is he's going to take that game into consideration. And here we are talking about quarterbacks again. Just like, it's like freaking contagious. Uh <clears throat> What he's going to do, they have practice this week, so he's going to take everything into consideration. He's going to be fair about his decision. Let's be honest, um, it is his guy. So, not to say Dungy is not his guy, but he recruited DeVito. Right. But I'm just saying, like, how the team was energized before. Like, the team's going to come out pumped up, especially if they know that Tommy's going to be in there from the beginning, just because, like we said, that there was a little bit of a change in emotion when he came in last game. So carry that over and then allow the fans to carry that over because I think that is what is going to pull a pretty good crowd on Saturday and um, allow them to be in it from the beginning. I mean, imagine, like I said, there might be people that get up and leave if Dunchy comes out. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm just serious as far I as know, I know. some it's of terrible. Syracuse fans, you know I what know. I mean? So allow yeah, them to kind of bask in the moment and you know what? If if um, Devito comes in there and an NC State game plan for him and he doesn't play that well, then it would just be showing the fans like, hey, you know, maybe it was kind of one of those situations where you know, lightning in a bottle type thing, and now it's like, okay, now Dungey's going to come back in, and, and and maybe that's going to be the thing that lights a fire up under a Dungey is him having to come in and save somebody that he's never had to do. So, or they do the two quarterback situation and keep North Carolina State guessing and on their heels and it works out yeah so I mean there's uh, multiple options but I think the safest bet especially with the fan base and the mood of the team and the the community and everything is you got to start Tommy and got to hope for the best but I think I think we're going to get it man I think that what happened this past week I think is going to be riding high on the momentum. You've got, um, you've got a possible could be the largest crowd of the year. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people going to be a lot of people showed up for Florida state, Florida state. And and let's be honest too. This here, here's, here's the truth. That's the name. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the truth. It leads me to this. We haven't played, but one really good team this year. Yeah. And, um, you know, we sit at five and two and that's good. I'm happy with that. I don't care who we play to win as long as we win. I don't care how the wins come as long as they're wins. But NC State will be the second best team we've played this year. So, yes, we need that's... to we need to seize the opportunity, seize the day, man. The, the game against Clemson was close. We beat Clemson in the Dome last year. It was epic. And, and I mean, there's a lot in Virginia Tech the year before that. 
Yeah, there's. Like a, in, said, in, I'm not comparing this NC State game to those though, but I'm just saying is a comparison. It's it's a high emotion game, and it's right. a ranked team coming Whoa. into the dome, and it's going to be a big crowd, and the players love that stuff. If you don't yeah. think they do, you're wrong. No, they do. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. And like I said, I'm just looking at trends. I'm looking at the fact that every year that Dino Babers has been there, we've beaten a ranked opponent at home, and this is our last opportunity. Yeah. And um, again, I just, <laughs> I just think that you got to come out and you got to do what you need. You got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, look yeah. where look where we're at right now. Even if you look back at how close we could have been to this or that, um, right now, if you would have looked at it from the beginning, and we do this almost every single week, <laughs> but you got to look at the perspective from the beginning of the year. We already surpassed. By the way, anybody who voted the over or batted the over in the beginning of the year for wins for Syracuse, congratulations. We have five games left, and you have already won. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, <laughs> just uh, kudos on that. But again, like I said, like you, if you look back at the beginning of the year and you, look, and you let somebody look at the schedule and you say, hey, if I tell you that we're five and two right here playing against uh, NC State, you know, would you be happy? Hell yeah. Or would you think that that's a great, you know, it's, it's, we're in the exceeding expectation mode still. Right. So, and we're also in the culture change mode. Plus, like there's a bowl game riding on this game too. Well, there's a bowl game riding on it, but I mean, there's a, a bowl game riding on every game from game. here on out, obviously. Right. But you know right. what I'm saying? This is their first opportunity to, to solidify that. Well, yeah, it would be nice to absolutely get it out of the way. Right. But, I mean, again, I think it just comes down to more of like, I mean, it's almost like the changing of the guard, the change of culture, and all the while during a pretty wild season in which two plays go one way or another, and we could be undefeated right now. Yeah, it could be seven. And we're talking about, I mean, when we're talking about quarterback controversy, that's what's crazy. You know, two plays we could be undefeated, and you're talking about that's quarter, what that's what, if it bleeds, it leads, brother. You know, that's just that's that's the nature of the news. Right. You know? Oh, that's the nature of the news, absolutely. But as far as perspective wise. Um, oh, and I mean, perspective-wise, yeah, that's a good problem to have. It is, especially a, in the fan base when you see all these young players stepping up and doing these things. And we're not and talking about almost, fire and Baber, Babers, or no, we're not talking about like Babers. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. We're talking about I mean, which quarterback we want to start. Which one of these great quarterbacks should start? Right, and it's gonna, and what's gonna happen is it's gonna start stemming off of other positions, like when Jarvian Howard started doing. Now what are you going to do about Jar? Now everyone wants that Jarvian Howard should be getting more carries. Jarvian Howard should be, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I've been saying just, that. Right, Taj Harris, uh, what um, Melifuantu or whatever the cornerback number twenty three there. I, I mean, after last week, how can you not say? I mean, hey, he might be able to start over Scoop Bradshaw. Melifuantu. You know what I mean? Melif- I mean, it's one Melifuantu. of those things where you're you're starting to uh, the arguments of of our program is. Damn, these younger players should be playing over these other guys. Like Absol- that's a po- that's a positive argument. If you T- ask me. Hey, ACC conference. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not trying to cut you off, but you just reminded me of something. ACC all conference defense uh, had Andre Cisco, who he made the what they call the national team or whatever. Right. Um. Uh. uh who else is on there? Ryan Guthrie. Ryan Guthrie. And Melifonwu. Speaking yeah. of Melifonwu. It's the funnest name to say in football. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Wrap it up, Joe. Wrap it up. Should I even hand the floor to Joe again, guys? Dude, because I'm just saying. <laughs> because, hey. holy cow, this guy Come on, can man. talk. Woo. 
Boy. But they listen. <laughs> so we did take a I'm poll saying, not too hey, long ago. Huh? I'm fired up about this weekend, man. So I know, I know. I'm just and I'm gonna be you. watching it with an NC State fan too. Woo. Oh yeah, that's right. Your uh, girl's yeah. brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look. Congrats to uh, the the defensive players I just mentioned getting their awards um, for the all conference defense this week. That's pretty awesome. And I'm gonna start mentioning those. I keep forgetting them, but there's usually someone on there, which is awesome. Which we never yes. bring it up. So <clears throat> right. uh, the power rankings are out, but who really gives a crap because they're a mess. And even yeah. Chris Carlson, on the headline of his own piece, said they're a mess. So we're not, we yeah. know who's number one. We're playing for number two right now, in my opinion. This game Absolutely. against NC State is for number two in the uh, power rankings for the ACC, I think, in my opinion. Depending well, on a couple got, other things. You but. got Virginia, Miami yeah, up I know. there. But I, like yeah. I said, depends on a couple other things. But, I mean, right. let's be honest. So, yeah. all right. Hey. Th- something else? Oh, jeez. I'm crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, tomorrow, oh ACC, ACC Media Day for basketball. Okay. So look out for the, the, the press conferences from Jim Beheim and the, the players. Okay, awesome. Thank you. All right. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for um, – oh, well, we didn't do fan feedback, so screw you guys. Um, thanks to nah, James on Guitar. On. Thanks to my Let's bookie. Give us more. <laughs> Thanks to get hey, get those reviews in. Thanks, my bookie. Thanks, James Guitar. Thanks, Armchair All-Americans. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. This has been the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Q's Militia. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.